It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, but the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome back to Information Operation. There's been a lot going on in Georgia, and uh, we have back with us the guest who can Give us the inside scoop on what's happening. Susie Voyles is a whistleblower uh, who's filed affidavits in the election fraud cases in Fulton County. She's been at the convention down in Jekyll Island and a lot going on. So welcome, Susie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here again. So first, uh, right out of the bag, uh, let, let's let's break the, not break, but uh, get the word out. You're running for Congress. I am. I'll be running against Lucy McBath. Um it's time that we take this sixth district back. She's been in, um, or by the time the election's in, she will have been in for two terms, but it's time for us to take it back. This well, is a congratulations. conservative district. Thank this you. Is, this is a quick, this is a recent decision, right? Uh, no, this is something we've been praying about um, after the November election. And I see. Just, just a number of events happened and when... Um, Karen did not win. Mm -hmm. um, okay. People started nudging me that way, and eventually it came to the decision to, it was time time to do this. Well, we're going to have to have you back uh, down the road to talk about your campaign in depth. But uh, today I want to, first, we've got a few things to talk about, but uh, you've had kind of some drama surrounding your affidavit, and uh, do you want to put some stuff out to the public as to what what actually happened and, and what, you're, uh, what you want to say about that, I should say. Well, I'd like to be very brief because we're in the middle of a court case, and so yeah. I do not want to do anything to jeopardize that at all. Mm -hmm. um, but since this is out in the public, uh, what was said was that I had refuted my affidavit, and mm -hmm. nothing could be actually the exact words where I had recanted. Mm. Uh, my affidavit and walked back on certain items. And that is not the truth. Mm -hmm. I did abruptly stop the interview mm -hmm. that the SOS's office was having mm -hmm. because I began to think it was more me that was being interviewed and investigated than my affidavit. 
And so it was more of an interrogation than anything. Correct. And I, I fortunately had taken a friend with me. Uh -huh. It was between Christmas and New Year's. So it was um, very odd time to be down there. Nobody else is down there. Session isn't yeah. in the second week of January. And I was so glad I had taken somebody else. And I verified with her that I said nothing that even intimated that you know, yeah. parts of my affidavit were not true. And the thing about an affidavit is you sign that under penalty of perjury. I would not have signed that just flippantly or um, yeah. pause. And that's the thing that I want to underscore that I, nothing in my affidavit has changed. Regardless. Just for our audience, just for our audience uh, who may not have seen the first show with you, you signed an affidavit that you saw multiple counterfeit ballots in Fulton County on the night of November 3rd, correct? That is correct. And my yeah. affidavit, no, it was not November 3rd. I'm sorry. It was in the recount. Oh, okay. The recount. On, on okay. January 5th. Yeah. I saw okay. other problems as a poll manager, but my affidavit specifically addresses, um, or that affidavit specifically addresses the, the, what they were calling an audit mm -hmm. or a recount. Mm -hmm. and the second one on right. I see. November 15th. I see. And now a word from our sponsor. In April alone, inflation increased by 4.2%. We got new data this morning for May, and it's uh, continuing to accelerate. It's the highest bump since 2008, and this morning, the fastest growth since 1992. Higher fuel, food, construction, housing prices. Inflation isn't coming. It's here now. The question is, is have you protected your investments, your retirement savings? If you haven't yet diversified into a portfolio with precious metals, the answer really is no. Birch Gold Group is who I trust for precious metals and who you can talk to about converting an IRA or eligible 401k into an IRA backed by gold and silver. That's right. Through a little known tax loophole, you can convert your retirement savings that's tied to the stock market into an IRA backed by precious metals, simply a hedge against inflation. Go to birchgold.com slash CDM for your free info kit on precious metal IRAs or speak with a Birch Gold representative today. With 10,000 customers, an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold can help. Go to birchgold.com slash CDM and protect your savings with gold before it's too late. That's B-I-R-C-H gold.com slash CDM. Well, we've got that out of the way. So we there was a big uh, convention down in Jekyll Island that you attended for the GOP in Georgia, and uh, a lot of drama, a lot of booing, a lot of uh, new faces showing up. I, I'm just very curious about your overall impression of what happened and and where you think the party's going uh, in the future. Well, one thing about Republicans is we know we have we have to get this together, mm -hmm. and I think. I think we can. I think one of the, the dynamics here is there were an awful lot of new people who didn't understand the process. Mm -hmm. And by not, sometimes when you don't understand the process, um, you think someone is cheating you. Mm -hmm. And most of these people don't understand Robert's rules of order. And mm -hmm. I admit it's not something that, you know, I enjoy reading every evening, but yeah. it is a very orderly process on how to behave in a meeting, in a convention, or, mm -hmm. or the like, where, where procedures are happening. Um, mm -hmm. For example, some people were very, um, one woman in particular was 
yelling in the convention hall because her mic had been shut off. Well, if you know Robert's rules, you know that there are specific times that all mics are being shut off. Mm -hmm. And mics are also shut off if someone else at a different mic is speaking so that you, you're right. not interrupting them or there aren't reverberating sounds. So I, I think once they understand, and a lot of them caught on really fast. I don't want to mm -hmm. say that it was all new people. Yes, mm -hmm. new people. I mean, that's the lifeblood of our party. Right. I'm really grateful. And a lot of these people are, you know, they're my age. So yep. it's they're, they've suddenly awakened to the fact that that part of the Constitution that says we the people, yeah. that's them. It means they need to participate in this more than just, you know, um, once every other year or mm -hmm. if you throw in municipal elections once a year um, in, in an election. Um, that there's more to it than a yard sign. Yeah. And, and once you elect people, you have to be vigilant and watch what's going on. So overall, I, I do have to applaud the new people because they're desiring to participate in a process they didn't even know existed. Yeah. Perhaps in October. Well, there's been a lot of uh, effort, I think, to retake the party in many jurisdictions from the grassroots up and, and, you know, a lot of these politicians, they don't think we're answering to the people anymore. So they, like you say, they just came in and said, I want to get involved. Well, so, and the group that's closer to me, um, they're actually mm -hmm. doing a, a really good job because mm -hmm. uh, they're trying to understand, for example, when they were getting together, when mm -hmm. our session, our general assembly was in, they were trying to understand what the bills were, mm -hmm. what they meant, and when the bills came to election integrity, they were asking me what I thought. Is this bill better? Mm -hmm. Should I be mad because I'm not getting everything you say we should get? Mm -hmm. And just, you know, when you explain the process that, yes, I wanted a bill that looked this big, but, mm -hmm. you know, to get a bill that was seven-eighths of that, um, and then we can work on the other things later. Yeah, yeah. They, they began to understand, and I, I think that, their energy is really exciting. Um, and I don't know how much you know about me, but that that's me. I am a grassroots person. Yeah. yeah. So the more grassroots we can include, the better off we're going to be. And that being said, I yeah. think one of the things that everybody is learning, um, one of my favorite little books is the original copy of George Washington's Rules of Civility. Hmm. And some of them are pretty funny. Um, and he does these by numbers. I mean, it, it, it's not in um, literature form. It's more in listing uh, type form where he, he lists a number of do's and don'ts, so to speak. Mm -hmm. hmm. That's one thing in our society that we have gotten away from generally. Uh, and I see a lot of people attempting to come back to that civility I think that was a little bit of the blend at the convention was I want to be heard. I want to be heard. And mm -hmm. I think they got an idea that to be heard, they just had to, you know, <laughs> loudly express themselves. Yeah. But they soon found out that nobody was trying to suppress what they were having to say. Mm -hmm. um, I think it takes 
I mean, your first convention is is kind of daunting. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what's going on. So you're in Fulton County. There's obviously a lot of drama going on in Fulton right now with the election audits, but also in the GOP uh, with the leadership elections. And also in Chatham County, there's a similar situation where yes. the party has basically said we don't want any newcomers in various ways of, of doing that. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, on that? I can't speak to Chatham County. Um, yeah. It's my under, I don't even know what happened to the disposition of their delegates. It was my understanding that at one point they probably were not going to be seated, but yeah. I, I don't know the end result of that. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Fulton and Chatham don't sit next to each other. So right. I, I had no barometer on that. As for Fulton County, um, I don't think it was a lack, and I don't want to um, be too explicit in this mm, because yeah. um, I'll, I'll explain what's going on. Um, we wound up having a first vote that was contested. Mm -hmm. um, and there are two reasons for that. Evidently the computer quit down when one delegate was coming in and that happened mm -hmm. to be one of Susan's delegates. Mm -hmm. So there was no paperwork for him that went in in the hustle to credentials. So he did not make it into the count. Um, and that was one issue. We thought we had too many people voting. Yeah for the number of credentialed people at um, our county convention. Mm -hmm. But then um, the current chairman appealed that. Mm -hmm. And then that went, and this process is something that I've never been through. So yeah, yeah. I don't totally understand. I'm, I'm like all the brand new people. What I do know, is it has to go into the district and we have five congressional districts in our county. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the 11th and the 13th. Our county wow. is, it used to be three counties and then during the depression it split into one mm. when we were a little more agrarian than we are right now. Yeah. Um, and, and Georgia already has 159 counties. So the likelihood of our, even though we have a, a huge desire to split back into three counties, the likelihood of that happening in the near future is it's, very it's slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was appealed in the district, meaning the congressional district that had the most votes. Mm -hmm. And people have to remember that um, the state party and the county party are legal corporations within the state of Georgia that not only answer to uh, the state board of elections, but they also, and, and, uh, and also their constituents, but they also answer to, um, in essence, um, they're a legal corporation and they have bylaws by which they must abide. And those mm -hmm. are registered like any other corporation in the mm -hmm. secretary of state's office. Mm -hmm. Um, so these procedures are procedures that must be followed. The fifth is smack in the middle of Fulton County and it had the most votes. And so that's where the appeal was held. That appeal went to the former chairman and then um, Susan had the right 
to appeal that decision. So I think you can understand from March to now June, yeah, the tempest was was brewing, and I personally stayed out as much as possible because I am mm -hmm. I know I was running for Congress, and yeah, I didn't need half of my own county upset with me. So sure, sure. I was trying to stay as much in the back. I wasn't being rude to anybody, and I made that very clear. Some people thought I was terrible because I was either speaking to this party or that party, but I, I said, that's not within my nature to be rude to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I, I was more than willing to do that. So then fast forward to the state convention. It was the state, um, it, um, I'm drawing a, a blank. Mm -hmm. it, it was, um, it happens. The it happens state to me all the time. <laughs> it's not the executive committee. It was um, anyway. It's our governing body. Yeah, um, yeah. Of everybody from all over, and it's it's a very easy name. <laughs> it just has escaped me. Um, and I've been there, but I did not run um, to be part of that body because mm -hmm. I was running for office, and I didn't think it was right for a couple months to mm -hmm. to take up a position that would have to be reelected, um, you know, mm -hmm. sometime this summer. So I stayed off the state committee. There we are. Yeah. So the state committee was voting on this and it was a very close vote that I don't know how it was presented, not being on the state committee, but it is my understanding that both sides were presented and then the state committee voted as to what the disposition would be and what they voted was to have a third vote. Hmm. And um, that's going to happen electronically. I believe they set it up for Saturday the 12th and it's going to be like a, you know, most of us have gotten a survey monkey. Yeah. And it, when you get that, you can take the survey and then if you send the link, for example, if I were to send you the link, you couldn't take the survey because that was my specific link. And so there's no right. way you can do that. You have to request your own. And that's the way this is. It's only going to be sent to the delegates who were present mm -hmm. at um, the county convention. And we can mm -hmm. vote. And hopefully this will settle that drama. I think there's some concern about the lack of transparency on that being electronic like that. At least I've heard that, but um, we'll see. So um, thank you for that convention recap. Real quickly before we go, what, what do you, in your congressional campaign, uh, do you have any certain topics that you are really, really, um, you know, strong on or, or not strong, but, you know, really believe in that you there want to change? Yeah. Well, I have about 15 to be uh -huh. honest with you. Okay. My top two um, that I, I think we need to address, obviously one of them is um, election integrity. Yeah. You know, Stalin said, sure, we let, this is my paraphrase, sure, we let the people vote. Mm -hmm. What matters is who counts the vote. Right. I'm going to make sure that every election going forward, to the best of my ability, and that's why I got into this mess in the first place, mm -hmm. I was doing to the best of my ability to make sure that the that the November election was without fraud, deceit, or abuse. 
And when I spotted that by my oath, I was, I was required, I was honor bound to say something. So that is obviously one of them, but I think one of the more frightening ones to me that the larger topic is education, but Mm -hmm. it's the idea of iCivics or action civics or whatever we want to call it. And the reason being everybody's, you know, rightfully upset about um, CRT. Mm -hmm. And this is becoming far more divisive, but what's happening is many states are coming out, a mine has, um, you know, saying we're drawing the line, no critical race theory. Right. But what's happening with iCivics is it's sneaking in through the back door. What iCivics does, we all like civics. We're saying we need to get civics back in school. Yes, yes, we need to. And most people are thinking, teach children the three branches, teach them Mm -hmm. local government, teach them how to pass a bill. Remember, um, Schoolhouse Rock yeah. years ago and, and bill how, on Capitol Hill. That's right. <laughs> Taught you how to how to get the bill done. Yeah. That's how we're thinking, but that's not what iCivics or, or action civics is. It is literally teaching our children how to do Sololinsky tactics, how to hate this country, including over the summertime, they have to do projects where they come back regardless of their political bent and it it's narrowing it's it's funneling them down an avenue that isn't good for our country and quite frankly it's not good for the world i mean i completely agree yeah my neighbors are from south africa and and they're heartbroken they say susie this is what we left are you seeing this in the fulton county school system now or we we are seeing and that is the other I don't know whether you want to say invasive, subversive, yeah. or whatever. It's permeating, and we have teachers who are doing this all on their own. So it's mm. it's just something that we have to take a hard and fast stand. And and yeah. obviously, this is something that is very dear to my heart. And and along with that, I don't believe the federal government should be having the impact that it does on our states. I, I think the way the founders set this up to have, and by local, I realize the state isn't local, but it's made yeah. up lo- localities and municipalities. Mm-hmm. State control is far better than somebody, you know, 900 miles yeah. from here. Of course. Dictating what to do. Well, we want to have you back when you're, uh, when you're farther along in your campaign and, and find out how things are going. So I'd love that. Yeah. Thanks for your time, and uh, I really appreciate the the convention recap and everything. Well, it was a great place to have a convention. I vote for that again. Yeah, Jekyll's fantastic. It is. Thank you. Take care, Susie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.